And we're live. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. How y'all doing? January is like basically over. I feel like 2023 just started. I mean, it yeah. did because it's January, but I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, where did that I'm month with, go? With you. Yeah. Pretty crazy. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. I had the house I, myself for most of the week. Right on. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Bachelor life. Yeah, there you go. So I've just been taking care of the cat, working, you know, as you do. What are you being up to, Paul? I, I slipped on some ice on the walk up to my place just now. Like, oh, shit. Like 10 minutes ago. And I fucked my knee up real bad. So I'm in a lot of pain. Oh, no. <laughs> Other than that, though, I had to buy a new car because my other one was so done that it was done. So I did that this week. Oh, did you get something cool? Uh, I got a car that gets me to work. So, okay. yes, very is it, is cool. It, is responsibility. It like, is it like significantly newer? So that has like a bunch of new fun features you didn't have? Yeah, the last one was 2009. <clears throat> this is 2018. Okay, what what's the feature you're like most excited about that you now have access to? Oh, it drives. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, great. that's an improvement. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, It is a car and not like an SUV. So it's low to the ground. And that has pros and cons. I am feel older now. So getting into it is harder than like. Because you got to like squat down a little bit. <clears throat> the last time I was in a car, or I had a car. Yeah. So it's gotten harder. And now you that. just messed up your probably already bad knee. So right, exactly. Yeah, but uh, I don't feel like anytime there's a gust of wind, I'm going to die. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I can't see myself getting a car for a long time. I just don't need it down here. It sucks, man. <laughs> it really sucks buying a car. Yeah, it's just like, like a money sink. It, ugh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's cool to have the thing. It sucks to get it, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm thankful I can just mooch off my girlfriend having a car. So I get the best of both worlds. Yeah, or living in a city with, like, decent transportation. I don't general. have that, no. Uh, the transportation yeah, system around here is <clears throat> the the one entity I hate most in the entire world. Wow. That, that's fair. BART is I've, miserable. I have been on BART before, so I get it, but... It yeah. is crazy how bad it is. John, how's your car doing? Uh, it's holding up. Same car I've had since like 2007. That's an old car. That is an old car. It could like Reese's car is doing great, but that's only like a year old at this point. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like we've got like the brand new shiny car, and then we got my old car, which is just kind of use to just kind of take any damage from the roads because there's always gravel on the damn roads that chip windshields. True just waiting for it to die at this point my my car yeah i don't know it's been weirdly like uh what's the word i'm looking for it's been weirdly like dependable okay yeah. like it'll be okay. like minus 40 and it'll start up no problem without being plugged in that's impressive absolutely yep very cool well hey uh before we get to the show paul did you watch last of us Oh, yeah. Did we not talk about this last week? 
Well, we did, but another new episode. The new episode because the new episode had a whole bunch of like decrepit Calgary in it, which was cool to see. Yeah, for sure. Like when they're walking up, I'm just like, oh, that looks like the Fourth Avenue flyover. Yep, that's 100% what that is. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. Like, you don't see the Calgary Tower. They obviously took that one out. Yeah, no, they obviously, like, CG'd out a lot of background stuff that would be obvious. But yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. No, but yeah, it is cool seeing downtown or just seeing some, like, buildings. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've driven past that all the time. Now it looks like a bomb went off inside of it. And that's kind of fun (laughs) to see. Yep. Yeah, no, it was cool. And uh, just overall, that episode was pretty cool. So I'm liking it. Enjoying it, too. Okay, let's do the podcast. Uh, This is the Top Name Respective for January 26th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Sean Wheeler. Right after this episode, we'll be doing an episode all about Lego City Undercover for TDP Plus because Mm -hmm. I don't need to sleep anymore, apparently. And next month... We are going to be doing Yakuza Zero, which I feel like was a game that was submitted a whole bunch early on in the Patreon's life. A few times. And then whoever was submitting it gave up because it wasn't getting much traction. And then someone submitted it this month and it won by a long shot. So it's finally getting its due. It is an RPG, though, so I'm telling you I'm probably not going to finish Yakuza Zero. I mean, I I wouldn't really call it an RPG, but it is a long game. I'm telling you right now, I will not finish that story probably, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing all the other side shit in it for a while I'll, again. I'll <laughs> tell you, I've already beaten that game, so I ain't got to do shit. As long as you can, as long as you can remember some of it. Yes, that's the important part. It'll incentivize me to go back to my save and continue from where I'm at, which is like chapter five or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but. Sure. Anyway, some stuff to look forward to if you are part of our Patreon. Uh, but yeah. until then, let's talk about some games we're playing right now. Hey, right. in a weird twist of fate, uh, Sean, what have you been doing? Whoa, that's so nice. You to never that. get to start. I know it's so nice to ask. Uh, so I mentioned <laughs> this last week uh, that I got some fun PlayStation related stuff and I can talk about it now. I was one of the lucky outlets and me specifically got to review this doesn't show up on camera very well but the new playstation pro controller so i thought i would bring that for a little bit of show and tell nice uh well i have it it comes with a case well i have it in the case the top of it has like a little window that kind of opens up and you can charge it while it's in the case okay Uh, okay that's kind of fun so this is basically like you know xbox is like elite controller but for the ps5 right and this is the Dual Sense Edge. Ta-da! I am going to be 100 with you, as the kids say. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is so important or different about this thing, so t- give me the rundown. Okay. That looks like a normal controller to me. It does. It looks very similar. From first glance, the only thing that looks really different is these function buttons down here. From okay. a visual perspective. And then... Uh, the back of it does look significantly different though. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. So much like most pro controllers, you can adjust how far the uh, triggers will go in. Okay. So if you want it to go really short, you can do that. Or if you want the full thing, you can choose that as well. And then it has back buttons. One thing that's kind of curious though, most pro controllers will have four back buttons as Mm -hmm. 
as a shortcut to get all the face buttons taken care of so you never have to remove your right thumb from like the camera stick right sure uh, this only has two so oh, I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't know why sony would put out a controller with less but so that that's a bit of a bummer hmm. and then i did mention these function buttons so the way these function buttons work is you can set up user profiles you can have as many user profiles as you want and that's on a software level and then while you're in game if you hold down either of them and then press one of the face buttons you can assign four of your profiles to the face buttons and then you can swap profiles. So for example, if you're playing a game where it's like, oh, I need this like right back button to be crouch. Uh, right. Then, you you know, when you're playing that game, you can switch it to that profile. Maybe when you play a different game, crouch is on like a different button. So you set up a profile for the back button to map to that specific input and you can swap the profile easily. Or if you have, you know, multiple people using your system, it's like, hey, this is my sister's profile this is my profile yada yada and what gets sure. really interesting with the customization is if you go into the software side of it into like this the accessories settings panel is you can adjust intensity and dead zone of mm-hmm. the triggers of any of the analog inputs so the analog sticks or the triggers so you can so if you're getting like stick drift you can cancel out part of that dead zones so that the analog sticks will just focus on the parts that are functioning properly. And then you, but you can also change the curve to how fast these analog inputs like receive an input. So like, for example, if you wanted the trigger to use the full length of the thing, but you want it to register that press at a faster acceleration, like at a, at a faster, sharper curve, you can set that up and you can adjust the, the exact velocity graph which is kind of kind of a fun thing you got to be serious about that i can't think of of a scenario where i will ever be like i need the right trigger to press faster when i like i needed to i needed to bend a little bit quicker at the at the 75 percent like that's not me yeah this is um what like a pro esport person would do and then they would never be able to play with a normal controller again or like yeah exactly if you are a, a person who is playing games at a level where the milliseconds it takes to press a button is important to you, then you'll get yeah. some you'll get some use out of this. If you're someone who goes to PlayStation for their their big AAA narrative games, it, <laughs> sure. it is it is you are not going to get a ton of benefit out of spending two hundred dollars on this controller. And that's kind of I my wonder general thesis. I wonder if um toying with that does that like screw up some of the like the haptic feedback stuff that apparently is super good with the PlayStation five. Like, I wonder if that breaks some of that stuff. No, it has all of the same vibration stuff. That's all there. Um, you will, however, miss out if you like choose to like make the triggers like really short, you are going to miss out on some of the like extra kind of sensations that they'll put in the triggers. Like for example, like returnal, you know, yeah. if you press it a little bit, you'll do one kind of fire. If you press it the whole way and you'll feel it kind of like chunk as you kind of get past a little bit of resistance, it'll do yeah. an alternate kind of fire. If you set this to like the low one where it's kind of just a click, you're going to do only that alt fire because the controller is right. is feeling or it's in, it's receiving a full press, even though you're only pushing it a couple millimeters. So right. you, you I kind get, of mess up on that way. Th- that was kind of what I was going for. But I mean... It sounds like the only way you would really toy with that stuff 
is if you're doing twitch shooters of some sort or like something really intensive where you're not there for the feel necessarily you're there for the like way exactly and and most like multiplayer games they turn off those special triggers anyways because they're they know people aren't going to want any kind of resistance they just want to shoot the gun and then like you said you could just have that on a profile for like this is one my serious time profile or whatever and this is my casual playthrough right the last thing i'll mention is that's unique to this because a lot of these features they're on other pro controllers they're on the xbox elite controller you can you can take out the the stick modules so there's a little release on the back that i pressed and then this panel comes out Mm -hmm. that's neat and then there's a little lever on each side of the analog sticks that if you just flick up it unlocks it there you go there's the analog stick yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, right? And then yeah. you can just buy one of these little analog stick modules for 20 bucks if you need a replacement. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So cuz this is the you know, this is the feature that usually breaks down, right? This is the frequent sure. thing. So easily replacement, you don't need to send this thing back. So that's pretty cool and it's so easy to do. Yeah, it's a cool little controller. Uh again, uh so so the big downside, the big downside I don't want to miss out on ps5's dual sense controller notoriously short battery life that thing clocks yeah. in around seven to ten hours maybe sure dual sense edge five to seven wow okay yeah i was gonna ask so, you because i had seen very different numbers around the internet i wasn't sure what to trust this thing this, this thing's i i was getting five to seven usually closer on the five side um Wow. I don't know if that's specifically on the games I was playing. Maybe they use a lot more vibration than some of the other stuff. I could see if you were playing like a lot of just like multiplayer where the triggers kind of get taken out as opposed to having those like resistance. Maybe it can last a little longer. But yeah, five, sure. five, six I was getting, which means I'm probably not going to make this my main PlayStation controller. Like I already have like yeah. a nice red one that I, I like because it's a fan- fancy color and I would totally be down to do this. But I don't need back paddles, and this requires me charging it more often. So it's just like why I I would rather the one that lasts me longer. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I was gonna ask, uh, what games did you test with it? Like, what what uh, what did you put it through? So I was I played um I just kind of goofed around in some end game stuff at God of War. Didn't do much of that because I I played so much of it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I I went and finished Horizon Forbidden West. I had about ten more hours of story in there. Okay, so I played a bunch of that. Uh, I played some uh, Fortnite, played some Overwatch. Uh, Apex? Any I Apex? didn't play Apex. I haven't played Apex in a few months. My my oh, okay. my go-to multiplayer game right now is is Overwatch. Okay, um, yep. And then I just dabbled a bit with Jet and uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, but the most of it was was for uh, Horizon and Overwatch, probably. Okay, cool. Um, I had to like hustle though. Like the, I got this thing sent to me on thursday and they're like the review embargo is monday morning it was like no way (laughs) so there's no way i could get that (laughs) i ended up getting my review up on wednesday morning but like all weekend i was just like playing and writing script writing and and taking notes and stuff with this so yeah uh also there is a video that you did on this that people could check out yeah just just, yeah if you check out my twitter i linked to it uh I'm pretty proud with how that video turned out. Um, but yeah. Show so, notes? 
Are you going to put it in the show notes? You should put it in the show notes for people that don't <laughs> use Twitter. I can back in. Because, no, because I listen to podcasts sometimes and they talk about something. I'm like, I don't follow you on Instagram. Like, how the hell am I going to see this? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I'll try and if I remember tomorrow when I'm putting the podcast together, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll drop it in there. Um, <laughs> otherwise, there's links in the Discord because the Discord links to our Twitters as well. So right. there's, there's easy ways to figure to see my review if that is something. Uh, that you might be interested in. But anyways, yeah. So that was my show and tell. Cool. Um, I just talked for a while. So before we get to my games, let's let's talk to one of you guys. And John, did you play anything? Nope. All right. So let's go yeah. back to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I mean, we can talk Crisis Core if you want. It's on your list here. And I played more of it. Sure. So this was a week okay. of me finishing games. I finished Crisis Core as well. Oh, okay. Did, I'm guessing you didn't 100% it then. Oh, you, there's like 600 of those like missions. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay, fair enough. I am 100%ing it, and Holy it's been smokes. okay. <laughs> I think this game is incredibly like... It is just good. I agree. It's no, amazing. Absolutely not. Like it is like the it is such a strong like <laughs> like fa- fair. Like it is it is yeah. okay. It is like it is somewhere between like mediocre and okay, but it's it is not bad. Like it is no no. It is it not. is fine, but I will never say this is a good video game. Oh, Okay, then we disagree because I think it's good. I don't think it's great, though. Like, okay. it's it's been fun. Um, it's been mindless. It's like a great podcast game. For sure. And the, and the missions, that is absolute podcast time. Are you kidding? I got through yeah. so many. I did about, I think, around 35% of them, they said. Okay. I think I'm currently at 60-something, maybe. Okay. You're going to, like, what, what chapter are you in? Uh, well... I had to metagame it a bit because I heard that there's a point of no return. So I'm at the point of no return. It's chapter seven. Oh, building okay. a wagon, a flower. Okay. Wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did about 35% of it when I finished the game. I still like I'm on normal difficulty, just cruised through everything. <laughs> so because yeah, you didn't do the 10 star rank side missions, which is the only thing that's hard in the game. And even then, by the time you're doing it, you get a broken build and they're not hard anymore either. Yeah, I bring that up just to say, like, in terms of like, again, normal difficulty, like yeah. the the grinding you're doing, you're just going to like walk through the end of that game. Yes. And I was already do- I feel like I was doing that for the entirety of the game. Like it is, yes. it is not difficult for sure. True. Um, <laughs> you get you get Deathblade which I I made death the death blade material early on that that is so cheap holy smokes that is so cheap you <laughs> you just you get it like a percentage chance of like one hitting every enemy you come across and the percentage is yeah. good like it's not low yeah, yeah all of those blade attacks like blizzaga thunder thundaga and uh firaga they're like all great yeah just, you, you just get to because it's an aoe attack and then like a strong follow-up immediately after and yeah. it's quick they're cheap yeah they're very good i also like how in terms of like the materia side they just made them better dark thundaga so now it poisons while you're attacking it with lightning yeah 
And there's more even past that that I just never got up to because I, I guess I didn't do enough of the side stuff. But like Hellfire was something. And oh, you need Hellblizzaga because yeah. it has a chance to cause every status effect and you pair it with status ward. So because you have that, you are now immune to every status effect as well. OK, it's great. Yeah. That game is weird. It, I, I really enjoy it. It is weird. I, but again, I think the story is like bad. I think the way it tells the story is also bad. The voice acting is bad. Um, <laughs> it looks bad. And it's weird because they'll like bring in some of the like classic Final Fantasy seven like uh, cutscenes, like, you know, Sephiroth with like the flames behind him. And it's like yeah. upscaled and kind of remastered. And it's just like, this looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only so much you can do remastering PSP uh, yeah. graphic or cutscenes or whatever. I don't know. I think it's on the like, I think it's a solid seven myself. Okay. It, I think it's quite good. All right. But uh, I definitely don't think it's a must play <laughs> in the way some Final Fantasy things are. I'm just getting ready for uh, re- reunion? For 16. No. Oh, <laughs> 16. Oh, no. This What's was reunion for rebirth. The- rebirth <laughs> too many re rewind re somethings you know uh, i also am getting ready for 16 i think 16 looks dope um yeah it does and it'll be nice playing like an extremely good looking final fantasy after this i'm a little bit angry because i think 16 might be the one that actually makes me buy a ps5 because <laughs> i was do, looking at do it like, join us like i was like i th- i think this is the one i can't I can't just wait a year for maybe. I think there was another game too that's coming out this year. You're that probably I thinking like, of a Forspoken, the PS5 exclusive. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> Are you thinking of Stray? Yeah, probably that cat game. Another cat game. I mean, it was nominated for basically every award from every outlet. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the GDC awards just came into my inbox, and Stray's on there too. I do not get it. But okay. Yeah, it was I, nominated for a bunch of Arab game awards too. I don't understand. Yeah, I do love like, that. I don't have anything against it, but I also don't really yeah, have anything no. for it. <laughs> so I'm I just, think it's okay. Yeah, it's a totally okay game. Yeah, like it's better than Crisis Core. I can I can tell you that, but like not by I much. I think it's on par with Crisis Core. I I would say they're Jesus about even guys. in my mind. They're both good. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Good. All right. What else have you been playing? Uh, <laughs> played the Forspoken demo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know that PS5 exclusive that's also on PC. Um, so they released a demo on PC. I was a bit worried. The way people are talking about Forspoken is weird and scary, yeah, which is, we don't have to get into. It is super. Um, it is so polarizing. I don't even know what to think about this game to the point where it's like I kind of want to play this game, but I also don't want to spend seventy dollars on. such a wild card i'm i'm in the same boat uh my big thing was i'm probably going to play this at some point can i even run it decently and the answer is yes i can um so that was good the requirements for it are insane uh and i barely meet the recommended so i'm okay uh with it but the the thing about it I thought was kind of cool is that the like movement and parkour stuff is fine. That's definitely the tech demo like seller thing that they showed off a lot of of her just like running through different biomes of things around or whatever. The combat is super fun. 
Like, I really like that combat system. I think it's fluid and very cool. Um, and because it's based around magic, they can just kind of do whatever, and they do. Like, one of the magic things is literally just basically like a machine gun with a big explosion bullet afterwards, and then you can switch to, like, a fire sword. So I just think that's super fun and cool. Uh, kind of hack and slashy, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. Um yeah, that thing seems fine. And after I dug more into why people were shitting on it or whatever online, I realized that it's a subsection of people I don't just agree with in many facets of life that are shitting on it. So I kind of was like, oh, okay, I think I get why this is so divided. And now um, there is a Grimoire Vice type thing of a character is always speaking to you and I guess it's her bracelet or whatever. Like I just needed to know if it would run good. So I skipped every cutscene or whatever, because this was just the demo. Yeah. You have like a magic, Um, I think it's a cuff AI they refer to it as. Yeah. Uh, that thing is super annoying and like the voice acting is pretty terrible and the writing is terrible, but I kind of like that too. It's the reason I want to play stranger of paradise. Cause that voice (laughs) acting and line dialogue is, God awful in the right way. Can confirm, think th- yeah. Soon I think totally this. For that. I think this has similar things going for it because it's, as people say, cringy. But like, I don't know. I think cringy is endearing and funny if it's not like over, like always being hitting you, which is why I didn't like High on Life myself. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I also do not feel like spending $90 Canadian on this game on a, well, maybe sort of thing. I have to kind of be really into it. So it does seem like the voice acting and and the the lines or the writing is what is polarizing so many people. But I'm also seeing a lot of people being like, man, just look at this clip and then watching it and being like, and then I'm coming on the side of the people like, I actually think this is well written, this line that this person does not think. So it's hard. It seems really Oh, like, sure. Specific to the person who's who's, uh, you know, absorbing it. So it's yeah, that's sure. why I'm like, this is really hard to tell yeah. what is what how I would feel about this game or not. But yes, uh, I mean, at the moment before we start going live, I already saw it ten dollars off. So keep going, keep dropping and eventually I'll I'll bite. Yep. Yep. This is the type of game that like I would have been stoked to get free with a video card purchase or something. OK, that seems like a good price for it. Uh, the other thing I played is Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, this is this is interesting. This kind of ties into news a little bit. Uh, but yeah, tell us what it Hi-Fi does. Rush is. So Hi-Fi Rush is this year's Metal Hell Singer, essentially. It is just a rhythm-based game <laughs> oh, okay. that kind of takes... It's a video game genre that puts rhythm into it. And in this case, it's a hack and slash type like adventure game or something. Um. You play a character who mistakenly gets turned into an android with his iPod as his heart, kind of Tony Stark-esque, where it is doing some magic where it is revealing the beat of everything around him. Like, so the level is moving everything in the level for platforming and like enemies and stuff are moving to a beat. You attack to the beat. Uh, you get multipliers and do more damage and do better combos if you attack like directly on the beat and uh, good finishers and stuff like that. And it's just super endearing and fun. It has a really nice art style to it. 
a nice uh animated art style it's very cell shaded kind of looks like um roller drum from last year but with like brighter colors yeah exactly that's just super fun some fun writing uh and the first boss is nine inch nails so like like the nine inch nails song is playing during the first boss so i'm like oh yeah you got me <laughs> like <laughs> this is it you did it yeah that thing yeah, is this super is, cool this is interesting i i wanted to play it but i was like so close to wrapping up a few other things and i was like i need to get it off my plate before i start yet another game um yeah this this just kind of shadow dropped out of nowhere yesterday yesterday yeah. uh which we'll talk more in news, but yeah, the Xbox developer direct happened and, um, uh, the evil within tango uh, tango. Yeah, there we go. Tango, yeah. uh, came out and said, Hey, we have a new game. Uh, it's coming up on game pass in like half an hour. And it was yeah. just like, Holy smokes. What? Cause like it already looked cool when they were showing the trailers and talking about it. And then it was just like, Oh yeah, by the way, it's going to be available today, which was awesome like just having like it's just cool that we got a game that came out of nowhere available immediately yeah and they hit it really well which it is did, also impressive it did like half leak that like the day before like we knew they had a leak did come out that tango was going to be there with something sure uh which what which we didn't know about until that point but we didn't know what it was i think even the name was leak as well but no idea of what that name meant or what what the game itself was but i believe the name it was even out there but uh no it's cool because you know in the games industry we get these long-awaited announcements and then we just have to like wait 6 12 18 months for the game it's extremely rare that anything just like surprise there you go and that's always cool when like nintendo is like and it's available right now Um, yeah so that that was exciting and then yeah game pass like Hell yeah. 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 Uh, I guess like the only problem with this game is that it's only available on Xbox, Microsoft stuff. So Game Pass and uh, the consoles or whatever. I Is it not on Steam? Uh, I thought I was seeing it's on like, Steam. Yeah, it's yeah. on Steam, it's but on it's not on yeah. PlayStation. So no. unfortunately, PlayStation people miss out. Well, Tango's working with Bethesda, which is the reason it's console exclusive. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's too bad uh, because I think this game is great and the first real contender for Game of the Year talks, I think. Oh, wow. Currently. Wow. It's very good. I've I've been hearing it is very good. I cannot wait to play it. Um, I got one more game I'm I'm trying to wrap before I start something else up. But yeah, I will be jumping into it this weekend. That's fair because I see you also started another probably 40, 50 hour game. Yeah, so here's my... uh, first game that i'm putting on my i need to remember this at the for game of the year time i'm playing fire emblem engage and it's awesome oh good okay yeah this game and it's it's so refreshing coming like right off of pokemon a game that i think looks bad and plays bad (laughs) and then this thing looks gorgeous like there is so much bright color the characters look great it's fully voice acted like and Go it has ho- anti-aliasing on it, right? Like it has it has actual like optimizations to make yeah, it not no, look like, like shit. It looks it looks good. There is no weird running. Uh, no, fr- it's not framey in any way. Like this is a good running game on the Switch. It has some long load times, but that's the Switch for you. Yeah, and I think those just kind of stand out to me more because my other game consoles have SSDs, so 
yeah. non SSD gaming is, 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 is foreign to me at this point. Um, I will say though, uh, the story is, is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sounds I, like, right. I, like it's not even like <laughs> worth it. It's just like the so cookie cutter of like, Oh, the character has amnesia cause they were asleep and now they need to just save the world from the bad people. All right. So we're going to do that. Like it is so cookie cool. cutter. Like it's not even worth it, but like it's, it's great. It's great being in a fire emblem game where like the combat isn't a complete breeze. Um, cause that was my one issue with three houses. You know, I played it on normal <clears throat> and they kind of did not focus the difficulty for normal. I am having a pretty easy time so far with engage. Um, but at least it's nowhere near as easy as three houses was. I'm told that they didn't like, I didn't know anything about three houses. They didn't use the, uh, the triangle in that. And they went back to it. Like they went back to actual tactics in this one. Is this a, a thing? How did they, three houses work? Cause I, I know houses, a bunch of people that are like, Oh, I'm excited because combat won't be asked this time. Even though so they the like combat is the same. It's still tactics. They have the weapon triangle and all that. I think if, if someone had said it to me, I would say because they're talking about the difficulty was so easy in three houses. <clears throat> like a few chapters into three houses, your characters could destroy pretty much everything. Like that game was beyond easy. You, you like playing it three on houses did not have a weapon triangle. Oh, did it not? Okay. It didn't at all. I guess no. maybe, maybe I'm misremembering because I never needed to worry about anything combat related. Cause I just had to look it up <clears throat> because I was pretty sure that was, yeah, told to me. Uh, uh, so engage does have the weapon triangle and to the point where if you do the matchup types correctly or whoever's in is winning that rock, paper, scissors, for example, swords are better against axes. Typically in Fire Emblem combat, <clears throat> one person would attack and then the second person would get like a, a follow up attack to attack backwards. Right. If you match up correctly, you will break their stance and they do not get to attack you back. So it can be even more in your favor or more deadly if someone comes at you with the gotcha with the wrong okay. mix-ups you need to pay you know plan for it a little better they do have a time rewind mechanic in this one um which kind of does make it more on the easy side um but i think that's just a good quality of life adjustment because yeah. there's so many times in fire emblem where enemies will kind of just spawn mid-match out of random spots like reinforcements will come in and you don't know that's going to happen and if you're playing on classic which is where your characters can die for good that can yeah. really suck if you're like, OK, we're all moving this way. I got my healers behind me. And then all of a sudden a dude appears out of a random like wall, uh, like door that I didn't even know was like actually a working door and then just like kills my healer. And I have to start the whole match over again. So you can rewind turns a little bit. I, I don't know how many times you can do it during mid match because I, <clears throat> I haven't used it yet. But that is an option. Are um, you a classic player? Yourself? I am. A, I am a classic player, but OK. I don't if I lose a character, I just start the match over again. So it's okay. more it's more of like an internal like, no, you need to play every single chapter correctly. You don't get okay. to have the crutch of, ah, well, that person will come back in the next one. No, you if you didn't play this thing right, you're going to start over and play it again. Uh, okay. So that's how I've done it. I don't let my characters die. I want to have like the perfect yeah. run on each match. So it's more of just like a, I'm going to make this an actual puzzle game where I need to figure out the answer and not just like muscle my way through it. 
I mean, that's what a lot of people do. So. For what it's worth, I only ever, like, the most recent-ish one, because everyone told me I had to play it, was Awakening, I think. That's a good one. And I played it I played it that way. Yeah. So, like, I get, I get it. I think this is a really good Fire Emblem to jump into. Again, the story is nonsense, but at least it's, like, fully voice acted and, like, looks gorgeous. So, yeah. it's still just, in, like, enjoyable to watch them say just, like, dumb bullshit. This is beautiful looking, actually. Yeah. Like, I'm watching video of it, and it's like, this is pretty good. So, yeah. Cool. No, and, and like I said, coming off of, like, Pokemon, which kind of looked like ass and definitely <laughs> ran like ass, it was like, oh, thank you. I thought I was ready to throw my Switch right in the garbage. So. I I mean, yes. Uh, this also isn't a giant open world. But, yes, it point stands. For sure. Ab- <laughs> ab- it, absolutely. <clears throat> What this will do, though, is be the, the the tactics maps that you're playing on. Every time you finish a a mission, you get like the opportunity to like run around to scale in the map you just fought and chat with your teammates. So they've definitely okay. like built out the whole area. And it's not just like a flat 2D kind of like plane that can only be viewed from a top down perspective. Take a shot. Um <laughs> they you you get you can actually interact with those the stages and again it's not open world but it is kind of one step further uh and then because you know you know i will say let me caveat this with it's real horny again which is just you know i I mean it's it's anime of course yeah but it's like i'm just gonna roll my eyes at that every time it's like Really, every single female character has to have like a huge boob window. Like, not yes. none of them get to cover up. Okay, <laughs> none. <laughs> I, that's yeah. So I'm rolling my eyes at that. Uh, you can adopt animals. I don't know why, but you can like bring them back to your magic base. You have a you have a magic base where people are like, hey, I'll build a shop there for you. And all I can think is like, why? No one can enter this base but me you're you're going to live a life of isolation just to make me a sword what is wrong with you but i don't know man they'll come you have a magic base where you can adopt chickens you'll just adopt dog dogs and sheep from like other people's farms you would think people own these sheep and these dogs but you're just like you're coming with me now to my base i don't know anyway the perks of being a warlord i guess you're actually the divine dragon who was asleep for a thousand years of course you are. You know? um, your mom could turn into a dragon, so I'm assuming by the end of the game I will turn into you a will. dragon. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, That's pretty standard for Fire Emblem, honestly. At, nope, yep. for sure. Absolutely. Um, but also you're you, a 17-year-old for some reason. You, you are, and you like you meet <laughs> one of the people that you like join with early on is like, man, we've been friends for like a really long time. And I'm like, we I've, I've been asleep for a thousand years. Are you a thousand years old? Because no one else is a thousand years old. What do you mean we've been <laughs> friends for a long time? Have you just been like hanging out with my body? Which apparently some of these people have. Th- this one character from like the beginning is like, oh, I'm the president of the like Divine Dragon fan club. What does that even mean? I've been asleep for a thousand years. <laughs> thousand dragon years which is really just like you know like two it's weeks like eight it's like yeah. eight years or something <laughs> thousand dragon years yeah um anyways like i'm enjoying it it's a good time looking forward to playing more of it uh hopefully they'll have some fun dlc they have for the last few of them um yeah cool. so it's a good one i would recommend it cool i'm glad Let's talk about some news. 
Uh, we mentioned it briefly before, the Xbox Developer Direct happened yesterday, and Xbox showed off five games. We had known about four, and then the surprise drop of Hi-Fi Rush popped out. So they had five games. <clears throat> Those games right. being <clears throat> Hi-Fi Rush, which was released yesterday, Minecraft Legends, which was the RTS that we knew about. That got a release date of April 18th. I think that game looks really good. I don't know if you guys watched the stream or not. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking I would be impressed, but I came away impressed at what they showed. I was watching on my phone and got a phone call as the Minecraft segment <laughs> started, so I completely missed the Minecraft so segment. So you answered it and you said, it's Minecraft time! And you hung <laughs> up and then you went back to watch it. It's my wife! I'm not going to hang up on my wife like that. I feel, like, I feel like anyone would understand. Most would be your wife. She'd be like, okay, it's your Minecraft time. I get it. I get it. Every day. Get my Minecraft, Minecraft time. time. Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't know. I liked I Minecraft Dungeons. Blocks. Um, yeah, and me so too. they're just they're just doing like another genre. It's like sure, like yeah. okay, cool. Uh, Redfall. They finished with Redfall. That's coming May second. The game looks so good. Yeah, I didn't think the shooting looked particularly good in what they showed, but the environmental design and stuff is insane. So we'll see. For those who don't know, it's it's basically a Left for Dead, but you're fighting vampire monsters. Um, and because it's arcane there, you know, you can tackle everything stealth or go in guns blazing. There's lots of ways to kind of take on the different, uh, kind of areas that you're going through. It seems like a, like a really cool twist on the left for dead formula. So that looks good. Yeah. Uh, June 20th is the next, uh, elder scrolls online. So who cares? Yeah, I, I tuned out. Yeah, that. that sounds about right. And then before end of June, I'm reading in this tweet is the is the the reboot the the new Forza Motorsport, which yeah, those cars look good. Sure, okay. It's not for me. Like I didn't care about that either. But I'm glad that people do, and that it's probably going to be great for them. I I'm definitely more on the arcade racing side. Like I like yeah. the, the horizon series, but I am kind of curious what, what they'll kind of do. Like why not just make this Forza eight? Like why is, why are they rebooting the name? So, I mean, it'll be on yeah. game pass. So I will check it out and play for an hour maybe. And, and just to see how shiny the cars look. Yeah, sure. That was that stream. Uh, the Avengers game is shutting down. Yeah, to be honest with you, I kind of feel like it started to a bit ago, but apparently they, they have more content coming out as far as the end of March, which I was surprised they were still like supporting it. Yeah, what's do you, do they say what's coming out uh, in this blog post? They just they just mentioned like after two and a half years and introducing 12 of Earth's mightiest heroes following update 2.8 on March 31st. So I'm assuming another character is coming. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know who. Is it... I don't know, Namor? I'm trying to think, like, what movies just kind of are, are current. Is there, like, an, oh, sure. like an Ant-Man character coming? Is Ant-Man in, in that game? Yeah, Hank Pym's in it, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, is. in the story he is, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I also don't care. I'm not going to play more Avengers, but if you wanted to play more Avengers, everything in the shop is going to be free. I understand yeah, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man out or until shutdown. 
Well, it doesn't sound like they're actually going to shut it down. They're just going to stop supporting it. Yeah. Uh, at, the single uh, player is going to exist. Okay, good. Like well, it says even yeah. after official support ceases on September 30th, 2023, both single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. Oh, and multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. So that, apparently like yeah. they're just, they're just shutting down support. Nothing new is going to come to it at all. They're just like, here's the state of the game forever now. Um, it's still kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through their like Twitter to see stuff that they've announced, <clears throat> and it's a lot of skins. Like, I think the last big thing they did was War for Wakanda, which was okay, okay but like that was a year and a half ago. Like, I, they kind of stopped caring about actual content and just wait, that was a year and a half thing. ago that didn't come out sometime around Black Panther. Not the most recent Black Panther. No, Ooh. not the most recent, for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it not was, like the... It might have even been two years ago. I mean, this game has uh, only been out for two and a half years, so... It was August 2021. Okay, yeah, a year and a half ago. All right. Yep. Uh, that was okay. Everything in the store will be free. Um, I understand Spider-Man will still be exclusive to the PlayStation version. That's not going to go over that to... That fucking sucks. Well, you say that, oh. but also, who cares? I do. Uh, why, other, why would I say it otherwise? Are you going to play it? <laughs> if Spider-Man was in it, I would definitely jump back in and try that out again. Yes, absolutely. Wow, I don't believe you. Okay, I don't care. Well, there's, <laughs> I, do, I do not think you would reinstall Avengers. I absolutely would. I reinstalled it for War of Wakanda, and I was waiting for another reason to, because I, I think that the story stuff is okay. Okay, well, you're you're for it. I'm against it. John, you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> As always. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I mean, it, it seemed all right. I didn't think it was, like, terrible, but I also didn't think it was the most interesting. I, I yes, can't even... It is so even, perfectly like a five out of ten that it's not even worth it, talking about really seems pretty average and everything except for maybe story yeah it's about as good as crisis core no it's definitely worse than crisis <laughs> core <laughs> i can't i don't even remember what character i played as i, I like this game is the almost crisis core's name is zach oh yeah that's true. That, oh my god that makes so much sense i was like why is cloud like a brunette in this one <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> Anyway, so if you want to play some Avengers, you can do that. I think it's like still on Game Pass and it's on PlayStation Plus's thing. Um, so it is easily accessible. Yeah. Justin Roiland, we talked a bit about <laughs> oh what was going on with yeah. him last week. Uh, some fallout has since happened. He has pretty much been dropped from everything he's involved in. Makes sense. They still want to keep making money. So, of course, they'll do this. So Adult Swim uh, is dropping Roland from Rick and Morty. I understand they're recasting his voice, uh, which that'll be that'll be something to see. Because uh, I, I feel like he was be. he was more than just a voice. Like he was kind of like he well, the fact that the, the comedy there is just him riffing with himself. And they're going to have to replace that. That's that's quite He's a bit. He's also they, the main voice of Rick and Morty. Exactly. So they're literally recasting the voices for the first, the main characters. Right. And yeah. And like my point is, I'm sure a lot of the like script writing was just like, here's the general vibe we need you to convey in this scene. Just riff and we'll cut together kind of the general co comedy that you're going to like 
you know, word vomit out. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Squanch Games, developers on High on Life. He, he is also leaving Squanch Games. He was a co-founder of. It's currently unclear if he's going to have any stake still in that company or not. So, you, you know, you can't definitively say, like, if I buy High on Life, is he getting money in his pocket? It's hard to say at this point. Sure. Um, even Hulu has parted ways with him. He was on uh, Solar Opposites and he did voices on um, Koala Man, I think it was the show that like just came out recently. He was part of as well. So I guess they'll be uh, re-voicing him for those as well. Weird. Not that, the Rick and Morty thing specifically. I can't wait to see what that sounds like. <laughs> it is weird. Hey, I'm glad all these people like put their foot down and said, we're done with you. Good for them. Uh, because, it, you know, I, I should say, he hasn't actually been found guilty on anything yet. There's just a yeah, lot of charges yeah. on him. And in the wake of all this, more people are kind of out, coming out and adding more things to it. They're all kind of rumors at the at the moment, but it's like these are a lot of rumors piling up. So it it definitely does not look good for this dude. He seems kind of like a piece of shit. I mean, my cynical read of this is that he still does have stake in all this stuff and he left because he wants them to keep making money because he, he's probably never going to work again. <laughs> right that that's probably what's going to happen he knows like the if he stayed there it would not look good but if he left they'll still make money without him and he'll get his portion or royalties or whatever yeah Yeah. i'm sure he's got plenty of money already with rick and morty so it's not the end of the world for that guy uh thunderful and the steam world developers announced a new game and put a demo out this week uh yeah SteamWorld build as as typical SteamWorld fashion. They've changed genres once again. This is basically a kind of SimCity city builder uh, with an underground like mining section to it as well. Uh, so again, there's a that's it's coming 2023. There is a demo. They also announced during the stream that they have four separate SteamWorld games currently in development. I like SteamWorld stuff, so yeah, that's exciting. Uh, this is not my genre necessarily that I'm stoked about, but I'll probably try that demo and see how I feel about it. Remember how I said I didn't play anything this week? Uh, I've already played that. <laughs> oh, okay. they, they got me to do a promo for it. I played the it? game on the demo, Monday. right? No, they gave me the full game. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was that close to coming out. When does it come out? I don't out? know if it's that close to coming out, but like they literally were like, hey, don't play past this part of the game. And while I was doing the sponsor segment, people were like, uh, this part isn't in the demo. So I was like, oh, I think they gave me the <laughs> full game. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but it plays all right. I mean, it's a, it's a 4X game, basically. So it's like you, yeah. you're building up your city. You have to, like, manage your population. You have to manage, like, your units. You have to do defense to fight monsters. You have to do digging in the actual mines below. So, like, it's all, it's, like, heavy resource management. It's, uh, there's no real pressure other than when, like, the monsters and enemies start attacking you. Mm-hmm. But, like... Even then, like, it's just been like, okay, you need this, go up here, do that. You got to build something here. So make sure there's like a, a, it's close enough to these areas to make sure that like your population has what they need. And you just, it's an interesting balancing game. This is my first proper city builder, not like a Sim City style. And okay. I actually was digging it. I liked it. Cool. But I didn't, Steam but I didn't World get, I digging got, like, it? An hour. 
I only got like an hour, hour and a half ish in. So like, I don't know how off the rails it gets. <clears throat> I know in the demo, you don't even get to do any kind of combat related stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I stopped right before the combat anyways. But yeah, like the part that they were leading me towards was definitely going to have combat. I hope some of the four announced SteamWorld games include a Quest 2 and a Dig sure. 3. Oh, I love the Dig games. They're yep. so good. Dig 2 is so fantastic. So. Yeah, big step forward from one. Um, that's cool. I'm glad it's playing well. Um, and I'm kind of with you there, Paul. It's, it's not really my genre, so I doubt I'll I'll touch it too much. Um, but they just I'll make try. good. They just make good games over there, like well designed, like enjoyable games. Yeah, agreed. All right, and this last news story, again, we talked a little bit about this previously. Um, when Microsoft got hit with their massive layoffs, and some of them hit 343. Uh, some questions about whether 343 was going to still be making Halo in the future. Uh, and this <sighs> mainly came out from a leaker who... It's okay, so follow with me. The leaker's name is Bathrobe Spartan. Yeah. And I understand <clears throat> this person Bathurst person has like a pretty solid track record of Halo inside information, so that's that's kind of why I'm actually bringing it up. Um they kind of made the argument that it's sounding like with the layoffs and a lot of the layoffs involved or in addition involved uh some of management and the higher ups at 343 getting moved onto different projects within the kind of the Xbox ecosystem and Microsoft ecosystem. <clears throat> that 343 would be stepping back from making the game and be more of like an overseer while they kind of farm out the Halo franchise to different studios to work on. Uh, 343 has come back with a statement that's basically said, no, we're we're making Halo. I love their statement. (laughs) It's like a a sentence long. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because it's like one of those tweets that you would typically see in like a big announcement or like an apology thing. But (laughs) theirs is just like, I'll I'll just read the whole thing. Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. (laughs) I love it. Which it's like so official looking. (laughs) And it's also it's also just vague enough that if the the thing that the leaker mentioned where they are going to give halo to other studios to make smaller projects with them doing the oversight that that could still be what they're talking about cuz this is so broad we're going to continue to develop halo okay so in in what capacity is the kind of the big question spart or bathrobe spartan also goes on to say that apparently the uh single player expansion for halo infinite has been scrapped so i guess halo infinite Mm. is actually finite finite yep (laughs) there is no infinite to that game and they are just focusing on multiplayer at this point uh which is a bummer i would have enjoyed more uh i would have went back to play some more of the uh the single player or i guess it's the campaign because now it has online co-op but um i do understand how the multiplayer is the thing that brings in the money so I, I, yeah. I can understand the pivot, but that's that is a bummer. They had such big hopes for Halo and it's such just kind of like a wet blanket now. Yeah. 
we'll see where it goes from here. That's news. Let's do some questions. If you want to send a question in, you can do that at topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And I actually have a P.O. Box letter. Holy oh. shit. Wow. All right. Wow. Once a this year, was- we got our we got our annual P.O. Box letter. Yep, and it's from Uki McTalk. Uki McTalk writes and it says, Now for a TDP question. For the three of you, have any fans given you any games or gifts, and do you have a favorite among them? Like a favorite fan? Favorite gift. No. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've gotten anything. We got uh we got no we got like socks sent to us or something didn't we yeah okay yeah i mean i've been gifted ge- uh games before okay. uh I, yeah i have the actual you answer. you definitely have gotten stuff john yeah my the actual answer is the game of the year trophy we got for undertale oh right I forgot. oh I, man I, I, I kind of forgot we had a trophy do you yeah, still have that it's, yeah it's in my entryway okay <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, like, okay. where else would you put it? Duh. No, because the thing is huge, man. It's like, yeah. I'm sitting down, and it is up to, like, my neck. Like, it's that it's tall. It's ridiculous. It has, it has its own spot at the dinner table. Like, it's yeah. earned it. Look at that thing. He's a big boy. That's great. Man, I feel bad. I don't feel... I don't remember, like, a specific game that I was like, I can't believe I got this. I'm always grateful to get anything, so they're all fine. If you want um, something that I can answer from like my YouTube and Twitch stuff, sure. uh, a yeah. viewer just sent me Steel Battalion, like just the, the controller insane. and everything. Because wow. so what happened? I had it already, and <clears throat> Bagel chewed through the cord on my pedals, so I couldn't play the game yeah. anymore. And then a viewer was like, "Yeah, a friend just gave me st- the Steel Battalion, and I didn't want it, so you want it here." And there was <laughs> like there was like no request for anything. I'm like, "Are you are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, no, take it." So I've got Steel Battalion. Yeah, nice. that's insane. That's cool. Okay. Suga Suga writes, favorite game gotten for free or through a subscription? The Game Pass oh. account, right? That's a subscription. Oh, for sure. That yeah. makes it hard because there's so many in there. I don't know. Gotten for free, so does free-to-play count? Because uh, then my answer is yeah. probably Apex. I think that would count, yeah gotten for free can you think of one that isn't free to play just for like the sake of while sure. we think while of you're thinking if i can think of another one yeah i mean it's yeah. probably gonna be something on game pass um yeah maybe one of the ori games i like quite a bit okay yeah i guess bloodstained Sure, i got yeah. gifted the curse games and i got ritual for free because i was one of the clans so Okay. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> well, you, Paul, would you, does Warcraft count since you subscribe to it? No, because I have to pay for it, right? I, well, I have to buy the expansion. Right, so you're getting it through a subscription. Oh. No, but you still have to buy it. You still have to buy, like, the actual game and then subscribe. And then subscribe, okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't think... I don't think it counts. Um, okay. I got. I was given Dead Cells like before that blew up by the devs, 
that was kind of cool because I fell in love with that game super early. Okay. And that became like a big hit for me for a while. I did buy Hades on the Switch first, but it did come to Game Pass at one point, and that game is very good too. Yeah, there's this weird thing where it's like, well, okay, let me think of my favorite game. Is it free on Game Pass? Because that's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no. Burnout Paradise is on EA Play, which I do have access to through Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of EA Play, did you guys see the reviews for Dead Space remake? No. Uh, Not specifically. I saw the number, the Metascore number. That's like nines across the board. People are really happy with that thing. I mean, I'm happy to hear that because I was excited for it. Yeah, it's 89 on Metacritic right now. Yeah, good for that. I'm happy to hear there's a dead space on Steam that if it runs at 60 frames a second, I can go through the first door (laughs) of the game. That sounds great. (laughs) Dead rights. If you... If you could hear in real time, every time someone laughed while listening to TDP, would you stop doing the podcast? No, because nobody laughs listening to this. I was going to say, do people laugh during the podcast? No, absolutely not. This is the most serious thing we do. They just sit there upset and disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I I do like the idea of a laugh track. That that plays <laughs> throughout the podcast. That would be pretty funny. <clears throat> I don't think enough people laugh that it would actually have an effect on my life if this was a curse. Well, so here's the question. So let's say you say, yes, I will opt into getting to hear it. And then no one laughs and that bums you out. So you do want to stop doing the podcast because you did think oh, you I were see. funny. <laughs> I see. It's like, oh, that, man, all I these jokes care. that I thought of didn't land once. No, I don't think I would care at all. I mean, I'd already, I already go insane, so it really wouldn't be any different at this point. I'll take it. I'll take all the attention, all the good attention I can get. Yeah. John, do you want to read this next one? I guess this is mine from Rasterman7. With the recent scandal surrounding Justin Roiland, I've heard of some people who were looking forward to playing High on Life now being hesitant to do so. Has something like this ever happened to you with another game? Uh, not a game, but anything Bill Cosby's done. I used to oh, love his comedy yeah. albums, and now it's just really fucking awkward, so I don't listen to them anymore. Sure. That's too bad, too, because he was very good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and, and this this is coming so close to, like, Hogwarts Legacy coming out. Oh, uh, God, because that's tomorrow as well, isn't it? That's, that's a t- week or two from uh, now. Yeah, I thought that 10th. was February or something, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> which is bu- which is a bummer because, you know, like I grew up with like the Harry Potter books and movies. So like I have nostalgia for that. And like Hogwarts Legacy, like looks cool, but it's like she's such a piece of shit. <laughs> um, trying to think if I if I've, I specifically have stayed away. I don't know if I've. I definitely have movies that I have not gone back to because there have been like people in there where it's like. Like like Baby Driver comes to mind. It's like, I like that movie. I love Edgar Wright, but it's like, oh, but I have to like watch Kevin Spacey. And it's like, I just don't want to do that. Fair. Uh, <clears throat> my answer is no, not really. I'm pretty good at separating people from something. 
John, did you already say one? Or, or did that's not? his. That's the one he lit- he just did. No, yeah, I I said didn't say game wise, but I said Bill Cosby. Oh, right, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Phantom Agus yeah. writes: Do you prefer jam slash jelly or cream slash custard filled pastries? Jam. Jam. Custard. Guys are jam, really? Mm-hmm. Why? I get just flavor. Yeah, yeah, just you can, get a, you can get a bigger variety of flavors with jam and jelly. That is it's true. Really uh, yeah, I still, I'm just not a big like fruit in my dessert fan. Like it's fine, you, but I'm do you never like pop tarts. Like they're fine. <laughs> if I'm if I'm going to get a dessert though, it's like rare I'm going to pick a like fruit on cake kind of dessert compared mm-hmm. to like a chocolate cake or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I see. BGC Kenny writes, I've been talking with my friends about how I would say that Ratchet and Clank was my first shooter game. They say it's not a shooter. One of them went further and said that having a gun doesn't make it a shooter. Rather, if it behaves like a shooter, it's a shooter. (laughs) Their example is that for that is infamous is a shooter. I disagree with that, but I understand what they mean. The range combat in the game behaves sort of like a gun. I see it more is using powers rather than shooting something. Personally, I think a gun or something that at least feels like a gun makes it a shooter. However, this doesn't cover all range-based gameplay. I consider Contra and Metal Slug to be shooters, while Metroid and Mega Man are not. All this to say, how do you classify what is and is not a shooter? I was going to say, I was on your side at first because Ratchet & Clank is a third-person shooter, but you can just do melee as well. But then you lost me at Contra and Metal Slug because those that's another thing that's called run and gun. So, yeah, like usually for a shooter, there has to be a third dimension is what I found. No one really s- describes a 2D shooter like a- as a as mm. a shooter. It, usually when they say shooter, they mean either first person or third person. And it's usually 3D, not 2D. If it's 2D and, the, and, and it's a shooting type game, it's called a run and gun. And, and then so, they add qualifiers like cover based shooter or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I didn't think about the 2D thing. Is there... Is there any 2D games that I would have called a shooter? Hotline Miami? Uh, I can I, I mean, can't mm, I can see the argument for, for Hotline Miami. That's also a different angle too. That's top down versus yeah, like but it is 2D. It's also, it's also not really a shooter because I played through that whole game multiple times not using a gun at all. Yeah, but oh. like infamous also you can just punch people. You don't right, have exactly. to like, like use your electric gun. Electric power. For me, anything's a shooter if the main gameplay mechanic revolves around firing a proje- range projectile of some sort. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of where I was sighing, and I and I or siding, and I think that's what the friends were saying. If it behaves like a shooter, the way I think of it is like, what is the core way you are interacting with the world? Like, what is yeah. what is the character designed to do? And like in a lot of shooters, you you almost can't even jump. You think of like first person ones, right? That That's why oh, I disagree sure. with Infamous being called a shooter. Like you parkour in that game. I definitely don't think Infamous is a shooter. Whereas either. like, yeah, like I would agree. And then Ratchet and Clank, I probably wouldn't have like, I would not introduce I, Ratchet and Clank as a shooter. I would say, right. hey, here's a platformer. You, right. You do shoot people in it. I would right. argue that Ratchet Clank has a better right of being called a shooter than Infamous does, though. Uh, Even 100% ignoring, agree. ignoring the fact that you can, like, let's say, like, sure, Cole's shooting lightning counts as a gun. Sure, whatever. I, yeah. No, you can aim in, in Ratchet Clank games the exact same way you aim in Infamous. So I have no idea why they're saying it acts different. Well, and then now what I'm thinking is, like, 
in terms of like a lot of the gameplay, like Ratchet and Clank and like Halo are pretty similar. But Ratchet Clank sure. is more focused on platforming. Like, but you have Halo, you jumps. have a like floating jump. Like there is, and in the yeah. in, in Infinite, you have a hook shot. There's a lot of platforming in. Halo. Oh, I, I guess now I'm thinking I've only played up to like Halo Four, so I'm just like. <sighs> so is the first person part what's differentiating it for me? Because maybe like, I guess yeah, inclu- not including Infinite, there isn't a ton of platforming in Halo. So I guess I wouldn't say it's platforming first. Yeah. No, Ratchet and Clank, I would definitely argue, is platforming first. I so I can plat- see that yeah. argument for not saying it's not a shooter. But I, I look at Infamous, and if someone told me, yeah, like, do you think that's a shooter or a platformer? I absolutely would have said, like, an adventure platformer. I do agree. I don't think you need it to be have a gun. So, right. and Paul, you've played more of this. Ghostwire Tokyo, is it a shooter? Because <sighs> that, you shit. are just shooting spells out of your hands, right? Yes. But I would say it isn't because it's not the focus of what that game is. That's just a thing you do to get past certain things in it. So what genre would you put Ghostwire in? Because from like the like, 30 minutes I played, I I think it would put, I would make it, a, I would say first person shooter. I mean, it's an, like, it's an RPG. It's a Skyrim. Like it's an RPG. Primarily. You're doing side quests. You're finding out about the story. You're leveling up like it's an RPG. Uh, but like everything, first. it has RPG mechanics in it. <laughs> like I know that's the thing. That, that, like, that one's even hard. When you read this question and you really think about it, it's like, oh, literally everything's a shooter then because that's like the major way most games interact with that environment. Which makes sense because it's satisfying and easy and fun and you can do a lot of things with shooting projectiles. Yeah. But like, I guess the thing that's throwing me off here is I'm kind of with him for a bunch of this stuff. But then if he's saying Contra is a shooter, but Mega Man isn't like. I don't understand this differentiation at this point anymore, because you literally are shooting a hand cannon gun in Mega Man all the time. It's the difference is you're not running forward, you're platforming. Right. And like and Metroid is similar. The only thing Metroid has that's different is the like back exploration, the the exploration aspect of it. So which is but that's a completely different like part of that like gameplay you are now not if you're just focusing on the like the combat part they're the same game out of contra metal slug mega man and metroid metroid is the one i would say is not a shooter even though you shoot in it yeah the rest of them i would say yeah i i see your argument well i guess i don't know why mega man isn't is what i'm getting at i guess because there's a bit more focus on platforming but like if if you think contra is a shooter mega man absolutely is a shooter there's platforming in contra too it's just not great (laughs) i think it i think i think what might be the the hard part here is classifying something as a shooter game shooter is not a genre that is such a broad topic it's like saying RPG like it's just that's true. At this point, you wouldn't say, oh, this is an RPG game. You, right. You, you would have to specify more, like it down further because it's too broad at this point. Sure. Uh, I think that w- it might be throwing us off because that's why we have like first person shooter and third person shooter is specifically different stuff. That's why we have Battle Royale now. And then, you know, John, you know, with the running guns bullet hell like those are all you do shoot in all those in that we have to get more specific because yeah the, the those four at the end there from a like what you are 
interacting with the controller with, it's all the same stuff. Yeah. Metal Slug out of those four is definitely the one I would say is a shooter more than the others, but, but they it's all basically have... It's just Contra again. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <clears throat> Even if he swapped um, like Metroid for like Shadow Complex, which is all just I am using pistols and gun, capital yeah. G guns, I am shooting guns. It, I would still say that's a Metroidvania, but yes, you do shoot, and that is how you do the combat portion of the Metroidvania. Like in chat, Payday Two, is that a shooter? Yeah. Well, again, yeah, it's I a, think it's a first-person shooter yeah. with like bank robbing mechanics. That's the thing is, yeah, it's like you you would get further down and say, yeah, that's a that's a first-person shooter. I'm almost I've been hearing extraction game is now like almost a genre at this point. <laughs> Maybe I would put okay. Payday into. Um, okay. Maybe because sure. like because uh, it can also be turned into like a stealth game. Sure. Because yep. like you can you can literally go through without ever having to shoot anyone. On I would also say stages. a lot of extraction games have like a stealth element. Uh, yeah. If you want to go loud or you want to go quiet. But um, I, I just I wouldn't I wouldn't use the terminology shooter. I would not say this game is a shooter right. unless you were just asking, hey, does this game have guns? Then I would say, yeah, you you do shoot guns in this game. But that, that what information have I con- conveyed to you really? What about Portal? Is Portal a shooter? I would say you that is a, a puzzle game. Yes, you do shoot a gun in it. So I guess it is a shooter, but... But do you shoot a gun to attack an enemy? Because you don't, really. I get, You shoot I a guess. gun to open well, doorways. Is, is that <laughs> technically at the end, but I mean, yeah, I get your point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be a first-person puzzle game, basically. I'm basically, to, shooter is a bad way to describe a game yeah, genre. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm trying to think, is there a, is there a shooter game where the thing you are shooting is is some kind of positive experience. Positive experience in what sense? As yeah. in like, as in like, because Wolfenstein, I think it's pretty positive shooting all the positive. Like you're not killing Nazis. something. Oh, you're not da- you're not harming something. Is there is there a shooter that you, whatever you are shooting is like good for can, the thing can, getting? Can shot? we talk about Galgun? Is this I, where we talk I about hate Gal-Gun? that I was also thinking of Galgun. <laughs> Fatal Frame is also a good suggestion. Yeah, I was going to say camera shooting is good. Camera shooting. Is that something? Pokemon Snap. Is Pokemon Snap a shooter? That is literally a term for like shooting a camera. Yeah. An on rails shooter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think every game is just every other game and we've run out. Yes. Agreed. And John, I believe you have the last question. From Linebeck, what do you do to motivate yourself on low days? I'll tell you when I figure it out. <laughs> I just start doing it, man. You ha- At some point, you just have to fucking do something. You have to do it. And then once you start, it's usually fine. Uh, I pr- it is pretty rare I have a low day. Uh, knock on wood. It's because you're a morning Must person. Must be nice. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm... As as my friend, close friends and, and girlfriend would put put it, uh, must be hard being real neurotypical. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking jealous. Um, I'm also like uh, a a like creature of routine. I you know it's it's you know I I with my work schedule with uh, going to the gym like all the time after work. I I have routinely 
play games with friends uh during the week so i have a lot of stuff to like look forward to that i enjoy quite a bit like i mean that's that's a lot of stuff that someone should do to cheer themselves up anyways so that's also still good advice yeah i was seeing in the discord people were saying take a shower oh sure yeah just feeling like better about yourself instantly helps motivate you yeah um Okay, I'm going to turn the question a little bit for you specifically, Sean. What do you need motivation to do? What's something that, like, you have to do semi-regularly, if not every day, and you have to get motivated somehow to do it because you kind of don't want to? Maybe, like, maybe, like, cleaning. Like, stuff stuff that's, like, difficult. Uh, Like, it's time to clean. So it's not, like, an everyday thing, but, like, it's time to clean the bathroom. That's something I'd have to, like, I have to motivate myself to do. And how would I do that? Yeah, I guess it's closer to like you just have to like fucking do it. You just have to start. Just, and then it's weird because like for cleaning specifically, that's a good example. Once you see a little area that you've made progress, you kind of like motivate yourself more by being like, oh, this is getting done. OK, this feels great, actually. <laughs> I also know myself and it's like the 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 specifically with cleaning. If the task is quite large, it I will put it off longer um yeah so i and then it gets I, worse i try and keep things clean so that it doesn't yeah. get to that point um so i do it like a little bit at a time pretty much like constantly like if i see something yeah. messy it's like i'm not just gonna leave that there until there's like 10 messes i'm gonna just do that mess like let's just get it done no there's no sense having dishes in this i'm doing the dishes i'm doing all the dishes let's just get it out of the way totally yeah i don't get this like doing some dishes or some laundry or something like I mean, I, I get breaking it up into small tasks. Like, that's a good thing for ADHD people to do. It's just, like, do break it up into small tasks so it's more manageable. For sure. But, like, then I want to get all those tasks done within I mean, a short well, time frame. Together. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you find you're doing it in a small amount and you're like, well, I have got enough energy or I've got enough will to keep doing it, then keep doing it. That's yeah. the trick. It's trying to get you to build up some sort of motivation so you can actually do it. Yeah. But if you can't do it, then that's fine. Uh, one of the actually best pieces of advice I found recently was was kind of interesting. Uh, it said, whenever you wake up in the morning, make your bed. And sure. if you do that, oh, that sure. means you've at least done one thing in the day. So you can feel like you've accomplished something. And if you can accomplish that small thing, you can accomplish something else. So Starts little, you off on a good foot, too. Yeah. yeah. Little, little things like that build up. Yeah, sure. I, could say, I could say the same about like when you're going to bed instead of just like maybe maybe you're someone who when you get changed into your night clothes, you just like put stuff on the floor and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll, sure. I'll scoop that off later. Just don't put it in the hamper like it takes one yeah. second longer and then you don't even have to think about it again. Just do go go the one extra step. Which, which is pretty kind of similar to the bed as you do, you know, one little little bit more, a little bit more. Um, that's what I can't do because it'll wake up my wife anytime I do that. So I just I make that part of my sure. morning routine instead. So sure. Yeah. Uh, I have one that's kind of kind of adjacent like is I'll tend to like forget tasks that need to get done if yeah. someone asks me to do it. So the minute I need to like th- someone asks me to do something or I get a task put on my plate, I'll, I'll do it like right that moment because I just know if yeah. I don't do it, I'm going to probably forget about it. So I'll just get it done right now. I, it's it's okay. I can pause my game. I can pause whatever I'm doing. Let me just take care of it, and then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no. Like, uh, Liveback says they have ADHD. They're like, I, I do too. And I agree with Sean. That's, like, one of the best ways. If you give, if you mention a task and, like, and you can do it right away, 
for love of God, do it right away. Just get it out of the yeah. way now, because then you're otherwise you're not you're gonna like think about doing it later. Then you're not gonna do it, and then you're gonna agonize over it, and you're gonna feel worse about it because you haven't done it. Yeah, so or or the tasks are gonna something, build up, and you're gonna yeah. just be like, man, I have so much I have to do. There's no way I can do it. Yep. That was that that really helped me throughout school is because I was always like, I'm I'm just gonna do the assignment like right now. Like I'm not gonna put it off in the last minute. I'm just gonna do all my homework as soon as I get it, and then then I'm free. Then I don't have to think about like. Right. Oh man, I could have been doing, I could be doing my work. I have so little time. It's just like, no, it's taken care of. I don't, I don't have to worry about it. And I get to dick around and play games now. Sure. Yeah. 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 But like to motivate yourself on low days. Yeah. Just, just take it easy Take do any like uh, actual method to kind of like recoup yourself. If you're not feeling it, just take a day to just take some time to just relax, do something you like, and then maybe you'll build your motivation to actually do what you need to do on the low day. There's, it's it's a self-care balance thing. So Sure, yeah. The shower is a really good actionable thing. The shower it's is just, a good suggestion. It's yeah. just like an instant way to feel like you've done something, feel good about yourself, feel clean after. Like, yeah. It also wakes you up. So like if yeah. you're like getting tired or you're in a kind of like a sleepy headspace, like a shower can wake you up. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, thanks to everyone who wrote in. If you want to write in for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel, or as you can see, John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Uh, crisis core. Steam world build. Nice. Okay. Uh, and mine is fire emblem engage. If you're a Patreon nice. person, stay tuned. We'll be going live shortly for Lego City Undercover. Otherwise, if not, uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.